This is Carissa. And this is Simon. And we're Be the Bookworm. Today, we'll be discussing Garvey's Choice by Nikki Grimes. What if you're not the kid your father wanted? Garvey is a bookworm, an inventor of jokes, and a loyal friend. He loves music and math, and learning about outer space. But Dad wants Garvey to be a jock. He wants to talk sports with Garvey, to roughhouse with him, to play football together. Garvey tries to fill the father-sized hole in his heart with food. Now his taunting and teasing classmates, with the exception of Garvey's best and only friend Joe, can't see who he really is either. All they see is an overweight, awkward kid who doesn't fit in anywhere. Garvey has an important choice to make. One that could be the key to getting people, including his father, to see and accept the real Garvey. So this is another one of the novels in verse that we've been reading this month. What did you think about the way that she put together this story? I really enjoyed it, uh, especially since she had a specific type of poem called a Tamka poem that she used for the entire book. So while it was all written in verse, it was even written in kind of a haiku similar format where it's reliant on syllables, but it's I think it's different syllable counts. It is. And actually, I think she explains at the very back of the book what a tonka is and um, that it means short poem in Japanese. And she did a modern English version and actually breaks down the syllable count per line. What I found so fascinating about this is that while I was reading it on the first go through, I didn't realize everything was in a very similar format. Yeah, I didn't either. Well, because it doesn't look like a similar format because... It's still a bunch of different words. Yes. But and, and it is all five lines. Yes. So sometimes an entire page would just be the five lines. And sometimes it would be um, uh, paragraphs is probably the wrong word, but stanzas maybe. But it would be separate Tonka poems, but multiples of them to create a full story. Yes. What is fascinating and what I have to find to be most challenging about this is that when writing it, she really must have had to be very selective in her word choices. Yeah, no, and I think that probably made writing this book a lot harder. But the end result is a good story, which is funny to say, because often we think of poetry and verse as like telling one single thing. Right. And everything is encapsulated about that. But this is an entire book filled that that tells a story. One thing I did note is Grimes is able to also develop characters in this way. Although I don't know that you see the depth that you might see if it were a novel in verse. But you still have a very clear picture of who each of the characters are. Yeah, definitely. So what do you think about the story she told? I felt like it was something there's probably a lot of people can relate to. In terms of not feeling like you're the child 
your parent wants or, or not feeling not like you fit the in outcast. at school. Yeah. 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 I feel like a lot of people could relate to that. Not me, though. Cause well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad that you have difficulty relating to that. That's a good sign. What did you think about it? It's interesting because um, last week we shared with you guys Before the Ever After, written by Jacqueline Woodson. And I think there's a similarity between the two books and, and not the sports not, similarity. And not just the, you know, it's, um, they're both written in verse. That's not your similarity. That, that wasn't my similarity. No, it, it was about where they find their solace and where they are able to be comfortable. You're, you're looking at me a little confused. No, I'm trying to think, can't quite figure out what you're trying to get me to know here well zj is all about his guitar ah. like his father doesn't push him into football his father is very clear that he was not interested in football whereas garvey's dad really wants him to be interested in sports mm-hmm. and garvey's sister angie is interested in port- sports and plays sports and kind of fills that that niche but what does Garvey find? That's not a spoiler, is it? I don't know. It feels like it might be. Okay. Well, Garvey finds something musical too. And yeah. the best part about it is that he finds something that he can excel at. Excel at and relate directly to his father. What did you think about the characters she portrayed as Garvey's friends? Uh, I think they were good. I think. Uh, Joe, right, was the one mm-hmm. that was a good cook, a really good cook. Right? Nope. No? That was Manny. That was Manny. Okay. And remember, Manny had tension with his own father. Right. About that about fact that about him. So thing. Yeah, that was definitely right. something that Manny and Garvey had bonded common. over. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Overall, I really enjoyed this book. Um, I loved her choice of poetry. I just realized in the cover. Yep. Um, Like out of the chimney, there's some music notes and they latch onto the power line. As almost. How did you just notice that? I, you know, I, I, I'm not always a a fan of judging books by their cover, huh? Yeah. Um, so anything else to say about this one? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'd like to talk briefly about the follow-up that I don't, I don't know was intended to necessarily be, I don't know that Garvey's choice wasn't just supposed to be a standalone, but Nikki Grimes also wrote and released Garvey in the Dark. What can one voice do? As the first rumblings of the pandemic sound around Garvey, he hardly notices. Caught up with his friends, school, chorus, and his newfound relationship with his father, he doesn't imagine that the new disease adults are talking about could touch him. But it will. When everything changes, when fear moves in, and when all seems dark, Garvey feels helpless. Yet one voice, Garvey's voice, can be a powerful spark in the dark. So, okay, so this book is pretty recent, actually. She, our library got it in November of 2022. Oh, Um, okay. it, It was written about the pandemic. I will tell you, it was difficult to read. It was difficult to relive that timeline because that's where Grimes starts the book. But 
through her the poetry that she used in the first one she follows through and uses the tonka again in garvey in the dark and it's a beautiful sequel to garvey's choice and i would say in it's it's more powerful than garvey's choice but it could be just because she's reflecting a moment in time that is a shared experience so you can feel the anxiety and the frustration that so many felt um during this period of time for some it might be too soon to read a book about the pandemic but for others you might find some comfort in a, a beautifully written account of a fictional character going through it. I would I would recommend both books. They're both I mean they're both very approachable and very available books. Um and and I thought it was really funny. One of the comments on the back of the book is few things could induce me to relive the first years of the pandemic. The invitation to read a spectacular book by Nikki Grimes is one of them. Oh, and that's from the person who wrote uh the bridge home which is another is so good it's really well written but not talking about that one today maybe we should yeah it's 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 another hard one so the fact that she was was, she wrote a hard book and thought this was a hard book um but was also drawn to the poetic style and way that grimes writes her books so i am super glad that I was able to pick up both of them and um, borrow them from our library because they are a fantastic set. So before I return them, maybe you're going to have to read Garvey in the Dark. I highly recommend it. I guess so. I guess I have to read that. I guess. Um, anything. No choice now. I know. I can't think of necessarily other books um, beyond the ones that we've already discussed yeah, this month. beyond two verse books yeah um i mean we have a couple other authors that we have been reading some of their novels in verse um one of them is ranjani laroca um and so we'll include some pics of her books one is a brand new one that just released this april is mirror to mirror which i finished yesterday which was uh fabulous and i really enjoyed it so that's all i have for today uh that's all i have as well so i think that about wraps it up for this episode Uh, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. This is Carissa. And this is Simon, and we're Be the Bookworm. Welcome to National Poetry Month around here. We've shared a few books already that either involve poetry or are written in verse. Follow us on your favorite podcast player so that you don't miss an episode. And make sure to go check out our Instagram at Be the Bookworm Podcast for bonus content that you'll never see here. Thanks so much for listening from Be the Bookworm. <laughs>